Hello, friend. Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. We are so honored to join with you and other moms from around the world as we encourage one another to know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply. Each week, we share biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you love your family well and create a Christ-centered home. We pray this podcast will encourage you to look to Jesus as the source of all the help you need. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. I'm talking with my wonderful friend, Bridget Ochig. She's amazing. She has a fantastic Instagram place for you to go. It's called Clean and Simple Bridget. She, We're going to learn today, you guys, how to start off your new year right. We're going to learn how to start off with less stress in your home over your cleaning and organizing. And we have a practical tip for you today. So you're going to love today's podcast. So Bridget, hello. It's good to see you. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm so, I just love Bridget and I connected over Instagram and I love her Instagram. She teaches women how to live a clean and simple lifestyle and also how to use natural products. And I don't know about you, Bridget, but I worry about all the products in my house. I mean, it's concerning if you look at the ingredients. It really is. Sometimes I feel like I I used to clean my shower with this shower cleaner. And after I would leave cleaning it, my nose felt really weird and it smelled like smells differently. It was almost like it singed my nose. I don't know. It was, and I stopped using it, but there's some dangerous cleaners out there. So I, I love how you have learned how to use more simple cleaners and more of a clean and simple life, but I want to hear your story. So I know you have twins. I know that yes. you have four kids, right? So tell us a little bit about you. Yes. So I am Bridget from Clean and Simple Bridget, and um, I married my high school sweetheart. So we have been together for 20 years and we have four children. I just have my newborn. He is almost going to be two months here coming up. And then I have twins who are five and um, also a older son who is seven. So a little bit about my story. We struggled with infertility for about seven years. We got married very young at probably, I think it was 22. And I ended up not having my first born until I was 30. So we went through the whole gamut of infertility treatment. Um, We did IUIs, we did in vitro. We actually had four embryos that ended up making it to the end. And the first one was my son. And then the other two were frozen. And that those are my twins, my boy and girl twins. So those are the ones that are five. And now this one, because of having a more clean and simple life, we were actually able to conceive this one naturally. So it really goes to show that, you know, leading this clean and simple life and basically what it means, clean and simple, a cleaner lifestyle. So cleaning up your products and your food that you're eating and trying to eat organic, but then also having a simple life. So instead of cluttering it up with, you know, things that we need to do and all of our clutter that we have around our house, then that really takes a mental toll on a mom. So that's basically been my journey where after my twins, um, they were born and then my two-year-old, I was very, very stressed out. And I went through a lot of different autoimmune um, diseases. I had endometriosis. I had um, hypothyroidism. My cortisol was through the roof. So it wasn't until I found a really great doctor that taught me Um, how my body worked, and basically that it's all connected by the food that I'm eating, by the products that I'm consuming, even your makeup, things like that, that are around the house. So I started to clean it up. And it wasn't just one thing in particular. 
it was a bunch of different things that kind of played a role. So it was also the stress that I was having as a mom um, you know, as you can imagine with twins, I am Enneagram one and I wanted to be prepared and I was always a very organized person. And, um, it wasn't until, you know, I realized I just had too many things, too many things that two of everything, and it was overwhelming to me. So that's where, um, I had come across someone, I was trying to sell something and this girl had mentioned minimalism and I'm not quite a minimalist, but I definitely, the idea of simplifying motherhood really stuck with me. And that's where God kind of came in too. And he kept whispering to my heart, you know, that Psalm 46, 10, where he says, be still and know that I'm God. So basically it was him way. It was his way of saying, be still kind of slow down with everything. And I got this. So that's really been my motivation. And that's going to be my motivation for this year for my Instagram page and everything that I do. I, for us to slow down because our world is going so fast and then we're consuming so many things and we're being products are being, you know, we're consuming so many products and cleaning products and we're trying to keep up with it all and kind of the rat race of life. And, um, that's where really my motivation for my whole page, where I know that if I am struggling, that there has to be other moms out there that are struggling with the same thing with, you know, maybe it's infertility or maybe it's just stressed and being overwhelmed. And that's where I want to kind of, you know, the things that I share on my page are things that I struggle with as an overwhelmed mom. So why not share it with everybody else <laughs> and see if I can help them. So that's pretty much been my story. And I've been able to overcome a lot of those autoimmune um, different health problems. And, you know, as a mom, you always need to, you can't be sick. So that was really hard for me. And I knew that God was using me, but I just didn't quite know how he was. So I was really sick taking care of my um, children, but yet, you know, he kind of has brought me to this process. And now for me, having a child without any kind of form of in vitro, we kind of just, we always wanted a fourth child, but I was so overwhelmed. And we kind of just put it in God's hands where I started to feel better. I started cleaning up my lifestyle, simplifying it, all these things that kind of just came together. And then um, we ended up getting pregnant naturally within one month. And I didn't have to take medications. I didn't have to take hormones. I didn't have to do anything. And now he's born. And the only thing that I had to do was an epidural. (laughs) And I tried to label, I tried to labor as much as I could naturally. And I ended up having them at four o'clock in the morning and I, my body just kind of gave out and I gave it to God. And I said, you know, sometimes God creates medication for a reason. So not to say that, you know, we don't, I don't use medication or I don't need it, but that there's other routes before you go to that route before just constantly being, you know, when I was being passed around from doctor to doctor, they just wanted to keep giving me a medication and not actually fixing the problem. And a lot of the time as moms stress, we don't realize that stress really plays a huge role in our mental health and our, our just physical health. So that's what really motivated me to start this and to help other moms. I love that Bridget. You know, it's funny. I went to the doctor recently for the first time in a while. And, um, so I, you know, I lead a busy lifestyle <laughs> and, um, to say the least, right. I, I, I do really well on about six, six and a half hours sleep. And, um, I've been praying for a couple of years for the Lord to renew my youth, my husband's youth. It's a scripture, uh, that says, uh, renew, let's see, it's, uh, to renew your youth, like the Eagle. 
That's what it is. And then there's another one that sounds kind of weird, but it's King James, but it says, uh, make the flesh like that of a child, which all that means is it sounds kind of weird, you know, but it's not, all that means is, is that our bodies would regenerate to be like a child, like our, our flesh. Mm -hmm. That's from the King James. It sounds kind of funny, but, um, I have been really praying that. And so I went into a doctor recently and, um, she took all my blood, like a ton of blood and just to kind of get a good checkup. And she was like, you are so boring. She said, (laughs) she said, you're so boring. And she said, go have a glass of wine. Your liver needs something to do. And, and what else did she say? It was so funny. She goes, you don't have any inflammation in your body. You're it's like nothing. You're just so boring. You know, I was like, thank you, Jesus for a boring health report. But I tell you, I love how you shared that you went to God you know, with, with what was going on in your life and you asked him for wisdom and, and he brought about all these things. And I'm telling you, Bridget, those are the best things that come out of what God shows us, no matter what any of our listeners are going through. Um, anytime that we're going through any challenging situation where we're perplexed about a child, when we ask God for wisdom and ask him for help, he is so good and so faithful. So, and those are the things that last like plain and simple Bridget. I know it's going to last because you've got so many of these ideas from the Lord and you seek him and he's leading you in your Instagram. And I, I even love what you told me earlier, uh, when you said that, uh, you really want to make sure that you're not that you're doing the right thing with your Instagram this year. Why don't you just even say that? I think even, I think that's a, I think we should all consider this um, in our day and age with social media and just really honor God by how we live our lives and how much we're on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And I think too, as a mother, sometimes um, I guess I would hide myself into Instagram and I go on social media because it was that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And when you're struggling as a mom, sometimes it's easier to just go in and zone out and go on someone else's page and get that hit of dopamine. And you, and then a half an hour later, you realize that you got nothing done. And <laughs> again, social media can be such a great tool but it can also be a time sucker. And that's one thing I'm trying to do too. I actually just took a break. Um, it's over Christmas break now and I haven't um, been on. I did the 12 days of Christmas. So I've been off since the 12th and I'm going to hop back on on the new year. But it's really just giving me this time to be with my family instead of being on my phone. And you know, I'm really trying to be aware of when I'm with my family that um, I see their eyes, mm-hmm. I, they see my eyes. And it's easier said than done because it's so easy to get on and just start scrolling, whether what it, you know, if it's Instagram, Facebook, your email, whatever it is. So um, when I am on Instagram, I try now instead of rolling over and picking up my phone and looking at it right away in the morning, I try now to wait until nine o'clock until I drop the kids off at school. I've had my devotion. I've done my five things that we're going to talk about in the morning. Um, because otherwise nothing gets done. And then that's where we feel overwhelmed as moms, because we've had this time, we've spent it on, you know, scrolling. And I think the biggest thing too, that I'm finding is that a lot of people find that they're not content. So you can easily go on Instagram and find these perfect lives that everyone has. And then you look at your own life and you think, oh, wow, I don't have that. I don't have what she has. So I'm really going to try to be doing contentment with, you know, having, appreciating what I have and not comparing myself to others, because it's so easy to go on and compare ourselves to other people. So as long as having those healthy boundaries, I think that, um, you know, for me, it's, it's holding me accountable. So things that I can post, it's kind of holding me accountable, but it's also sharing with other people. And that's where I really want to focus my page and 
you know, had that be helpful for other moms. Okay. So now what I want everybody to know the rest of our time, I would like for you to share your morning routine. And also before we go any further, I wanted you guys to make sure you go to the link tree on clean and simple Bridget, because she has a fantastic printout there, a PDF that is all how to use all these essential oil cleaning uh, supplies. And it's beautiful. And so make sure you go to clean and simple Bridget link tree and her PDF is there for her cleaning supplies. So I didn't want to forget that because I looked at that and I thought this is gold. You know, it, yeah. it tells you how to clean everything. Yeah. And a lot of them too, you don't have to use the essential oils either. You can use, but a lot of it's vinegar, baking soda. So it's just a cleaner way. And some people don't like the smell of vinegar. So that's why we add in some of the essential oils. So if you are, if that's your thing, I know some people like them, don't like them, but um, you can definitely, there's added benefits of those essential oils, but you can make a lot of your own cleaning products. So if you're looking at you know, simplifying those ingredients, that's, you know, what I like to talk about simplifying them and not having all those toxic ingredients, but I kind of break down each area. So your bathroom, your, you know, you don't have to do it all at once. You can, if you're really motivated, that's great. But I think the biggest thing to keep in mind here is to just do a little bit at a time. And, you know, when you run out of your face moisturizer, maybe look at replacing it with a cleaner one version of more clean ingredients or making your own. So I, you know, it is hard as a mom. Some people like to make their stuff. Some people like to just buy it. So I kind of give a little bit of both of what I use and why I use it. But um, that's just a great start if you're looking for something for the new year to get going with your cleaning and your house of how you can kind of clean it up. But then I also give examples of how to declutter it too, which is, has been helpful for me. That's excellent. Okay. So, and we also have a PDF over there on your link tree as well, and it's called simplify the week. So make sure you have access to that. It's gorgeous. Love that. Thank you. Yes. And that, um, so basically what I have tried to do to simplify my week, it's a principle and you kind of want to pick at the top of the the principle, there's five, pick five things that you know, that are non-negotiables that no matter how crazy the day is, and it could be little things too. It's not, you know, decluttering your closet. (laughs) It's things that every day that you can help to kind of make your day go smoother. So for example, um, you know, with the help club for moms, this is how I got connected with Deb was to start off with your devotion. And that book, I absolutely love. I was doing it with a group of girlfriends because I, the reason why I love it is because- Which book were you doing? The the help club for mom ones. (laughs) Okay. I also have the journal too. And then I um, I just, yes, I love how you break it down as a homemaker and simplifying, um, you know, your, your home life. But then you also talk about marriage. You talk about as a mother, as with friendships. And that is really good that no matter how, what you do in the day, as long as you can kind of get in that devotion, um, which is good. And that may look different from season to season. I had a month where I had no kids. They were all at school. But now that the newborn is here, um, it's hard with the newborn. I mean, he takes up a lot of the time, but how I incorporate that while I'm nursing him, I read my devotion. So, you know, it may only be five minutes, but it's that time that I spend with the Lord, or it may be while you're unloading the dishwasher too, listening to a podcast, your podcast, which is a perfect example. Our devotional (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Or devotional podcast. I think it's so good to listen to the word of God. It's so powerful. Yeah. And I think when you surround yourself with that too, you're getting in that just positive content rather than consuming, because there's a lot of stuff on, 
the news, the internet that can really start your day off on the wrong foot. So I think if you try to make more of an effort of if you are decluttering something, turn on a devotional podcast. So that's one thing like with the devotion that no matter what you do, try to get in your devotion. And then the other things like making your bed. Um, I know some people think, well, I'm just going to get back into it, but it really does reset your space. And as much as you think it may take a long time, but really once you start timing yourself, it takes about one to two minutes to do that. And it just makes you feel better too. And then things like doing one load of laundry a day. So um, I used to save it all for one day. And as you can imagine with six people in the house, it gets to be a little crazy. So no matter what, I as I'm going downstairs, we have a two-story house, I'll bring the laundry down, start it before I feed the kids for breakfast. And while, you know, I'm doing breakfast too, then I'll unload the dishwasher. So it's things that you're already doing already that you think would take a long time, but they really take one or two minutes. So um, the things like the laundry, that's one thing that I try to, we like to, we're up in the Midwest here. So we like to go to the cabin. So up at the cabin, I don't do laundry, but I do come back and try to catch up a little bit. But otherwise I try to do it once a day. And that really helps to pile, you know, for me not to have it all pile up. Um, so that was, you know, another one of my, so I have three things so far, the devotion, make your bed laundry. The other one was unload the dishwasher, start a load at night. Um, that's one habit that I found from tidy people of what they do. That's been helpful. And then also working out now that may look different. I was able to work out when I didn't have kids at home. And, but now that I have my newborn, my focus, my workout changed to just nursing my newborn right now. Yeah, <laughs> That is a workout in and of itself. So give yourself some grace too. I know that's a word that gets thrown around a lot, but really, you know, you are working out, you're taking care of a child. If that's what you need to do, hopefully when his naps go a little bit longer here and I can come up with a routine when the kids go back to school, we're on Christmas break right now. Um, I'm hoping to actually work out, but, um, you know, think of that too. So you feel like you accomplished something. So those are the top five daily habits that you pick. They may be different than mine. They may be the same, but you can kind of curate it to what you want. And then the other thing is you hear a lot of, um, people talk about brain dumping and your to-do list. So on the right-hand column, I have all the things where your brain is just going. And sometimes that creates a lot of clutter too. So let's simplify it. So as you think of those things, write it down on the right-hand side. So this week I had to renew movies at the library. Um, I had to put away some holiday clothes. I had um, uh, maternity clothes that I want to sell. So I started creating this list, grocery shopping. And then over on the left-hand side, try to pick just three things, three simple things, whether it's decluttering something, even if it's like a bathroom drawer, put that on the list where three things that no matter, you know, you can try to get those out that you think may take a while, but when you look down, you really have it narrowed down, then you can pick one of those three and try to accomplish that and then cross them off. I'm one, I'm a person that loves to cross off stuff. So you feel like it's accomplished. And um, that's just a great way. It's Monday through, and then the weekends, I kind of combine two um, at the end there. But that's just a great way to figure out, you know, whether what you want to do to help simplify your I week. I love, I love that. And you know what I love at the bottom of this form, you guys, you all have to print this out. It says you can do it. And it's really cute. <laughs> I love that you put space in this, in this form for brain dump. I think that's brilliant. I love, cause I mean, I'm even amazed that you're able to do a podcast and you have a two month old. Can I say that Bridget, you're doing great. 
And I think, you know, if you have little kids and you have babies, three things, if you cross them off your list, I'm telling you, that is amazing. It is. Okay. Let me ask you one question. So do you do the five, five things at top? And then you do, you, you do the three things that you tackle. Is that how that works? Okay. I love that. Yep. Yep. So five things that no matter how the day goes, if it starts off on a great foot, bad foot, however it is, try to get those done. And then um, if you have time to do those other three, pick three things a day that you can try to accomplish. I love it. It is so good. Okay. So make sure you guys go grab the simplify the week form at clean and simple Bridget. And then the last thing is I want to talk about a morning routine. So guys, I remember learning a while back from one of my mentors, uh, Tommy Newberry, who helped us with the joy challenge for moms, which was phenomenal to book You can get it on Amazon. And Tommy's given us Uh, he gave us these videos that are worth, I think on his website, they're like $60, but you get them for free when you buy the book with help club. But Tommy always said the most important way to have the best morning routine is to start the night before. So before we move into talking about a morning routine, I think that we should, uh, take a moment and just say, okay, what are the things that I need to do tomorrow? Like for me, it is take my, so I get ready in the, uh, in the spare bedroom in Gigi's room. It's my grandma room, right. Where my little grandkids sleep and stuff. And, um, I take all my workout clothes. I take my facial products, my toothbrush, toothbrush, all my stuff. I have this little cart thing, this little crate that I have my, my products in they're small. It's like a little Tupperware. And I bring that and my tennis shoes and my workout clothes. And so first thing I do, I go in that room, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I change clothes, but I plan the night before. And so I just think it's so important, whatever you're thinking about tomorrow, if it's school, you start planning the night before, if it is, um, like you need to mail something. Like I have this thing called my husband, my husband calls the staging area in my hallway. And I put stuff the night before that I need to take out the house or I put it in my front seat. But I just wanted to just say, before we move forward, I do think the most helpful thing I ever learned was preparing the night before for your morning routine. What do you think? What, yeah, what about you? I don't know if this you? is, yes. And I don't know if this is helpful for any moms of four and some people oh. may agree with me. Some people may not, but one tip that I like to do is to have my kids when they shower at night to go, my kids wear a lot of comfy clothes and things that, um, are, you know, that don't need to be ironed or, you know, pressed or any of that. So a lot of cotton. Um, and I like to have them wear their outfits that they're going to wear for the next day wear them to bed. <laughs> oh, that's so great. And that has been so helpful because I have one little boy who is pokey and it's just one last step that they have to do that they can wear their clothes to bed. You know, they're not really sweating. And I know that, you know, when they get older, this probably won't happen, but for now it helps to simplify my life. And I love it. Yeah. And up here we have winter bags right now. It is 13 degrees out and they have to pack their winter bags for school. That is another tip that I found is really helpful. We have to dry everything at the end of the day and then to pack their winter bags the night before and to fill up their water bottles and get all their backpack stuff done because otherwise in the morning, it's so stressful um, trying to get three kids off to school and then a newborn on top of that and trying to feed. So that has been one tip that has been really helpful just to prepare and you know already have their clothes. We like to do, um, I used to teach before this So I have a lot of, um, we used to do positive. I know that there's different chore charts out there and things, but we, we did, we do do squares 
and for anything that they do. So if they brush their teeth, if they get ready, I also have that on uh, the printable on my page if you're interested in that. It's just a bunch of squares and then they get to earn an experience. So rather than cluttering up our house with a bunch of things that they can get um, or earn, we try to do some kind of experience. So we just went to Chick-fil-A and oh. they got a chicken sandwich with a shake. That was what they wanted when they fill in all their squares. So it's a positive way for them in the morning. Did you brush your teeth? Did you make your bed? And having a checklist too, where they can go back. Um, if your kids aren't old enough to read, having those visuals where they can, you know, at least see it and then they can check it off where it's not so much you doing it and say, did you do this? Did you you know, where they can kind of show ownership with that. Um, so that's one tip that has been helpful that at least motivates them because in the morning, again, it can be a little stressful trying to get four kids off to school. That's so good, Bridget. Okay, so let's look at your morning routine. So I love what you said, uh, where you said that you don't turn on your phone until 9 a.m. Yeah, that is one tip. I think a lot of people are doing that too. Like, do you wake up and do you roll over and see your phone or the whites of the eyes of your <laughs> of your husband? You know, do you yeah. say good morning to your phone before you say good morning to your husband or to your children? And um, you know, when we consume that content, and I am I am very guilty of this where I wake up and I would have normally um, just roll over, check your phone, check your email, and then you read something and it kind of puts you in a bad mood yeah. for the rest of the day or in the news, whatever it is. So now I try to stay off of my phone until at least, um, you know, at least the kids are off to school. And then when they get home too, I try to put my phone away and not be on it because it can be so distracting. I mean, unless it's answering someone's phone call or a text, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it's it can just be very distracting. So it looks a little, my morning routine looks a little bit different now. Now I get up and nurse my little guy. <laughs> and the other ones, because they are becoming a little bit more independent, they're able to do a lot of the things that I talked about. Um, but for a while there, we did kind of have to brainstorm and think, what can we prepare before the night before? But then I will get up, make my bed. You know, that's one thing that takes about two minutes that we think takes a while. Kind of reset myself, get in the shower, and then come downstairs with a load of laundry, start it, have the kids eat breakfast. And then while the kids are eating breakfast, I unload the dishwasher, make my coffee. Those little, those little I guess, nuggets of time that you have that are sometimes wasted you can really get a lot done in that time. So already I have four of the things done and unload the dishwasher from the night before. And, and um, you know, whether or not it really, we go through probably two loads on the dishwasher easily. <laughs> so every night I make sure to try to um, set it the night before. So when I get up, I can unload it so while good. I'm getting everybody ready. So those tips have been helpful for me. Does it, is it perfect? No. There's some days where it happens or it doesn't happen, but that has been helpful just to kind of reset myself. And then um, before I leave for the kids, I will take the wet laundry and put it in the dryer. So by the time I get back, that it's ready to be folded and put away. Um, another okay. thing, and this tip, again, this is controversial too. I have said this on my page, but because of the age that my kids are at, we don't fold their clothes. They kind of have a drawer and we don't. <laughs> I love it. We didn't either. We didn't fold our kids clothes. Isn't that yeah. And they don't I get wrinkly. They, when they got bigger, we did, but obviously. Yes, and I can, I can see that, but right now they're at the stage where yeah. they take everything and pull yeah. everything out. <laughs> and then I try to have clothes that don't wrinkle that are cotton. Yeah. 
that they can put back in because they want to take them out. I've tried to fold them and make them all cute and they end up just in a pile and a mess. And, you know, with simplifying your kid's wardrobe too, that's also helpful because if they're overwhelmed, then you're going to be overwhelmed and trying to find those clothes. So that's been, you know, something that I post on my page too, is simplifying your wardrobe and your kid's wardrobe and even choices for shoes. Right now we have one pair of school shoes and then a pair of dress shoes that they use. So not having 20 different ones that they can pick up. So I think once you start to limit your, your quality or your quantity of everything and just having really good quality things, that was one thing that I felt as a mom that was really helpful, that quality over that quantity of things. Um, and when with toys too, and um, I, this is kind of not um, with morning routine, but um, with toys, simplifying your toys, and especially after Christmas, oh, we came yeah. home and we had everything all over the place. And it was, it was very overwhelming to me, for my husband, for the kids. And I finally just put a lot of it away. And then we'll either rotate it out or, you know, even bringing stuff back that we really don't need. So that was one big tip as a mom that with toys, really simplifying the toys and the amount of quantity of stuff that helps to reduce that stress. That's with that. Good. That is so good. You know what I love about what you're talking about? So back in my day, right? I was a mom in the nineties, right? So long time ago. And, um, we, I used to uh, read books. We didn't have the internet. Um, and I would read books uh, by Emily Barnes and a lot of these tips that you're talking about, she talks about, and she actually trained me in my morning routine, just like what you're saying. You know, she talked about getting up, uh, and I mean, it was like in the eighties, like she, she wrote about this too. So I think I just, it's so cool. So she would say, get up, you know, have your Bible study, you know, get going right away, put a load of laundry in, you know, put the dishwasher, the stuff in the dishwasher, don't go to bed with, with dishes in your sink and, you know, look at your children in the eyes. And, and I just think carrying these messages forward because to all these generations, like what you're doing, what God has downloaded into your heart, just what God downloaded into Emily and just the fact that we can never hear this stuff too much, you know, Mm -hmm. because you feel empowered. If you got a load of laundry in the dryer already and your dishes are unloaded, you, you feel empowered. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like you can do anything you've got, you're, you're going. And that's what Emily used to say. And and I love that you're talking about it too. And, and I just, I just think it's so amazing. And then, you know what else I love that you talked about the fact with your phone is that you make your phone work for you and you're not a slave to your phone. Like, I think that making your phone work for you is, is like what you're talking about. Like you will, um, you'll listen to something that's uplifting and encouraging, you know, you will, um, I don't know, it, it would. I just love that you're saying that. I just feel like so much of the time we can be a slave to our phone. You know, we mm-hmm. can do what the phone tells us to do. We can look at what notifications come up or emails that come instead of making it work for you. Yeah. And like, even, I mean, I did a post on too simplifying your phone usage and how that works with yeah. turning off your notifications and setting a timer on your phone for different kind of apps. And, um, you know, only being on it for a certain amount of time. So I think those phone boundaries are so key in today's 
world because we're bombarded with everything and it's considered the norm. So it's so easy to go on and just consume that content that's maybe not appropriate for us. And we start comparing ourselves and we're not content with our lives. And you can just go down this spiral. So it is hard. It definitely is hard. It's something that you have to be aware of. And I'm trying to work on it every day. You know, I struggle with it. It's so easy to go down that that rabbit hole, but I think at least being aware of it, that God, you know, is working through a lot of us to try to get people back to where they need to be when they do go down that spiral. I love it. And you know, Emily and me, we didn't have social media. (laughs) Like you guys have it much harder. I think you have it so much harder. It's a lot. And I'm really, really thankful to know you, Bridget, because you're bringing it back. Like you're bringing back simple, simplifying your life and making sure that it, it, you don't miss it. Like I, I've been thinking lately, uh, that you can miss your callings. And I think that sometimes, uh, we could miss our calling as a mom. If we're so Mm -hmm. busy, uh, looking at the shiny things that the world shows to us. And we're not looking at our children's eyes. I love how you said that looking into your children's eyes or your husband's eyes. And I think we could miss it. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it like that because it sounds a little scary, but I think that you could wake up and a year of your life would be gone. If you're not careful how much you're distracted and, and I just think that's so important. I even had to do that when my kids were growing up, we had to make sure that we were, that we had a phrase, put down the rag and pick up the child, put down the mop, pick up the child, you know, put, turn off the TV, pick up the child, you know, because there's so many distractions. And so I'm really, really thankful for your work uh, at clean and simple Bridget, because it's super important uh, what you're doing and bringing women back to what's important. So thank you, Bridget. I really am thankful um, that I got to spend this time with you. And I'm so happy that you're out there telling women what's important. And I'm really, really thankful for your, for what you're doing. So thank you for sharing with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy to talk with you and to follow your page and read all of the book, the Help Club for Mom books. Um, It's really been a motivation for me in my own life to kind of help simplify and really be a good mom, a good husband or a good wife, a good friend, all of that. So it's really been a joy to kind of have you motivate me as well. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, let's pray for our moms because we talked about a lot of things And I just want the Lord to speak whatever he has for them. And so, Lord, I thank you so much for Bridget. Thank you for her heart for you and how she loves you and how she goes to you when she asks questions. And what an amazing example for other women to see a woman who goes to you for help and how you helped her and had this baby uh, naturally without in vitro and Lord, I thank you for giving her the the help and the wisdom and the healing that you gave to her. I don't know. uh, I don't know. You know, the miracles that you do in our bodies or, and whatever it is that you do, Lord, you know, the miracles. And we just want to thank you uh, for the miracle of being able to have her baby naturally. And Lord, I thank you for her, her life and how she helps so many moms. And Lord, I want to lift up the mom to you that is listening to this program today and Perhaps she's overwhelmed. Perhaps she uh, is really busy. She has to work a full-time job and drive her kids all over the place. And 
Lord, it's so hard to uh, figure out how to do everything that she needs to do. But God, I know that she can come to you and you can tell her how to be more effective in her home. You can tell her how to be more effective at work. You can tell her uh, what to say yes to, what to say no to, so that she can say yes to her family. And so, Lord, I pray for all of us that we would all be uh, convicted. If there's anything in our hearts that don't belong, if we're spending too much time on our phones and not looking at our children, if we're uh, being sidetracked by social media or anything else, Lord, that you would really keep us close to you so that we don't wake up a year from now and think that we've missed uh, missed it in our own home with our children. Uh, so Father, I pray that you would multiply all of my friends who are listening, their time, their energy, their resources, God, that they would spend time with you knowing that that time that they spend with you in the morning uh, just multiplies like crazy uh, for the rest of their day. You just multiply. You are the God of multiplication and you will multiply that time that they set aside with you. You'll give them so much more time during the day. So give them wisdom, help them to walk away with a couple of things that they might want to implement and that you would help them to know that they can turn to you for whatever they're going through and that you will help them. And you can help all of us to establish better routines and better priorities to where we can go into 2022 strong and stay in that strong space with you all year long. In Jesus name, amen. Oh, thank you, Bridget. I'm really thankful for you. This was so amazing. Yes. Thank Thank you you so much. Good. I'm glad that it worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't forget all of these. I didn't want to forget this. All of the printables are at clean and simple Bridget on her link tree, which is her profile link. Okay. So thank you, Bridget. You have a great day. And thank you guys for listening. We really, really appreciate you.